Welcome, my name is Anna. And I'm Monica. And we decided to start this podcast because we wish we had a big sister growing up. To help us through this crazy journey we call life. So here we are hoping that we can be that for you. So wherever you are in life, whether you're single, married, or anything in between, let's take a break together and just hang out. Follow along as we try to share why you were made for amor. I'm super excited for this week's episode because we are finally having a guest that we've been speaking about since probably podcast episode number one. You for sure know about him if you've been listening this whole time. (laughs) Yes, drum roll please. (laughs) (laughs) This is Fernando. Hi, everyone. Hi, Fernando. Welcome to our podcast. It's nice to have you. (laughs) Thanks. It's so weird to hear you call me Fernando. Yeah, Fernando's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. We've been literally waiting for this for so long. So tell us a little bit about yourself because we all want to know what's up with you. Well, um, as everyone knows, I am married to Monica. (laughs) She's my wife. Um, she's pregnant right now, so we're expecting our first baby here pretty soon. That's so um, exciting. Crazy. Yes. From your point of like view, you know? Oh, yeah. Like super, hearing it from Super him. excited. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I grew up Catholic. Uh, I have two younger brothers. I'm the oldest of three. And, um, yeah, just I'm an engineer. I don't, I don't know what else there is to my life right now, but I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're happy you're here. And we're happy you made time in your very busy life. To, your <laughs> to engineering speak. life. Yes, <laughs> to speak with us. So now that we know a little bit about you individually, we want to know how, from your perspective, how you met Monica. Give us all the juice. Yeah. So all the, ju- one, all the juicy details. Started one beautiful summer day. Wasn't um, it in winter? Yeah, it was, <laughs> I, it was, I was like, what? It was winter. No, so we met through an old friend of ours, mutual friend that played soccer with her. As soon as I moved out here, basically said, hey, you should meet this girl. You know, she's awesome, super cute, et cetera, et cetera. But... She was older than me. Whoa. And she still is, believe way it or not. Wait, wait. <laughs> she still is? Way to expose me. Wait, wait, wait. Question real quick. You know how you how Monica had like a list of like, he has to be a soccer player. He has to be this and that. Was one of your things like, she has to be younger than me? No, it was not. But oh, okay. I had never dated or been with anyone older than me. So I just, I found it weird. Uh-huh. That's why I had never even explored the idea. And even when this friend was telling me about her, I was trying to be single. I wasn't looking for anything mm-hmm. really. Because you had just moved to San Diego. Because I had just moved out here, so I was still trying to, you know, establish myself as a young professional out here and Mm kind of focus on my career more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And so we met um, because that friend basically tricked me into going to Monica's birthday party a few months after. So I I moved out here in 2016, and then early 2017 is, is when I met Monica. And so, yeah. I got tricked into going to her birthday party, essentially. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it it all started there. We didn't really like each other at first. And then it just transformed. Or Monica didn't like you. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was a little mutual, right? Oh, wow. Okay. Never heard that side. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, good thing we're on the pod to hear his perspective. (laughs) Yeah, we, we just, we talked at her birthday party. I remember being on my way over and her friend saying like, oh, hey, you should get her a cake. And I was like, what? what? I don't even know this girl. What do you mean get her a cake? And <laughs> apparently it was Monica texting me off her friend's phone, giving, basically asking really, for her own cake. I really wanted cake. <laughs> and so, yeah. And that's I showed up how to you the, do it. Yeah, I showed up to the party with the cake. We hung out there for maybe an hour. We didn't think too much of it, but 
think we ended up exchanging Snapchats or something. <laughs> Snapchat. Yeah. He was a huge. I know he was a huge like. Well, what's your Snapchat? Like not just with me, with anybody. We he'd, he'd meet after. He'd mm-hmm. be like, "What's your Snapchat?" Like random people. Like mm-hmm. obviously people we had met. And so that was his way of saying like, basically, can I have your number? Because I guess snapchat was the new thing then <laughs> mm-hmm. i guess so but i never did it with like the intention to like like nowadays when it's like what's you snap girl it's not like that <laughs> no like... no but even then it was like i don't know it was just like oh a new friend i'm new to the area maybe you know if i'm ever out and about i can you know text her or call yeah, it's, or whatever it's a and... less awkward way of asking to connect yeah it was like, it was it's more not like in... what's your number it was it's more like, casual yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's right it was more casual so i just thought okay like she won't take this the wrong way kind of thing she was cool mm-hmm. but i wasn't looking for anything so i was just you know okay cool we're friends there yeah. you go here's my snapchat <laughs> so um <laughs> we went on our first date and we just i did a whole lot of talking and monica did no talking whatsoever pretty she much she just gave you that fuji face or what <laughs> she, she just yes <laughs> she's just staring at me like what are you even talking about right now bro <laughs> she was like zoning out I know. <laughs> and i was like okay i guess i gotta keep this conversation going and so we didn't really hit it off i would say and so that's why i say like oh we i can't say either of us really liked each other like we we i didn't think she was a bad girl i don't i doubt she thought i was a bad guy mm-hmm. you know but it just, just we just vibe. didn't we just didn't hit it off exactly. yeah so it was like okay whatever like it is what it is and again, I wasn't looking for anything. It was just more like trying to establish a friendship. So if, you know, as I was ever out getting drinks or something, like, oh, hey, Monica, come out. Mm-hmm. We can have a couple of drinks and, you know, chat it up as friends. And boom, we go our separate ways after. But yeah, that ended up developing into marriage now, I guess. Jumping all the way to today. <laughs> but Four um, years later. <laughs> but yeah, it's just crazy how things work out and how God's timing's just perfect. And, you know. Maybe if we would have liked each other that first night, we wouldn't be here today. So it's, it's yeah. all kind of glory to him. Can you tell us a little more about how, okay, you're saying that we didn't like each other on the first date. Like, how did that lead to now? What happened was after all of that, I basically, I did one of those things where, you know, you're supposed to like, oh, hey, we should go on a second date and blah, 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 blah. But I didn't, I didn't even like text her that afterwards, huh, Moni? Sorry, but... Um, I didn't even do that. And then I think I was talking to my mom like a couple of days later and she was like, oh, so you went on a date the other night? Yeah, I went on a date, I guess you could call it, you know, and she's like, oh, well, did you thank her for going out with you? And yeah, just being a mom, you know, and I was like, no, like, am I supposed to? She's like, well, don't you want a second date? I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> I'm just being completely honest with, with everyone right now. And this isn't something you haven't heard before. <laughs> my mom told me to, you know, thank her. So I thanked her and said, hey, yeah, if you ever want to do it again, you know, hit me up. I'm, I'm game. So Because um, your mom made you. I'm just not, not, because, not because my Shout mom made my me. <laughs> not because she made me, but it was kind of just, she, she said it was the curious thing to do. And I agree it was. But, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't say, oh, let's go on a second date. It was kind of just, I left it up to her. So if she ever wanted to do anything, you know. It was on her to basically tell me something because that's where it was at that point. She did actually hit me up maybe. Wow, look uh, at her. I don't even know the timeline. Maybe a month or two later for a holy hour at church, actually. Oh, and then that's where I come into yes. the story. That's yes. right. <laughs> that's right. So we went, but I didn't even like tell Monica, like, oh, yeah, I'm going or anything. Like, I, you know, everything that I wanted to do in the faith at that point was just I want to do it for me, for, for myself, God. for my growth with god i don't want to be there for anyone or anything right. other than myself and my relationship with with god 
And so I didn't tell Monica I was going. I didn't try to sit with them, you know, yeah, with you them like... as Monica's group that she was with. Mm-hmm. Well, we weren't sitting with each other either. Well, I hadn't even met Anna at that yeah. point. So I'm going to flashback a little bit. So since Fernando's not from the San Diego area, when he moved out to San Diego, he actually was looking for a Catholic church. Um, so he messaged my friend at the time who actually got us to meet. Um, if she knew of anybody that went a Catholic church around here or of a Catholic church. And so that friend gave Fernando my number and he messaged me. But at this time, I didn't know Fernando. Fernando didn't know me. He said that he knew, he had heard that I knew about a Catholic church around here. When I told Anna before, it's like he could have just Googled <laughs> for Catholic churches nearby. But at that point, like Fernando was already looking for a Catholic church. So he texted me, not knowing me asking for a catholic church and basically i gave him our my parish's information yeah and so i didn't say that part of the story just because that was like months before i even met monica yeah that was way before i didn't have any intention of like oh this is this friend or you know i'm trying to it it, there was no thought of me and monica i didn't even know who she was i was just asking my friend hey do you know anyone in the area and yes i could have googled it but my thought process behind the whole thing was like i want to get engaged with the young adults kind of group and so if I were able to talk to someone that was part of the church that was, you know, in my age range, then I would be exposed to other young adults right. with the same kind of you values build versus like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. hey, I Googled this and now I'm at church. But no, yeah. like that's I cool to hear that because I hadn't heard that something more than that, which is why I went, you know. So that that kind of brings up a question for me. This was months before you met Monica. So that kind of like circles back to like, what was the work? Because in the last episode, we talked about how Monica did the work for herself before she met Fernando or even thought about Fernando. She was like working on her relationship with God. So like, what was your journey like getting to know God before even thinking about anybody else like monica or anyone in the future as you're like in a relationship you know what i mean yeah so at the beginning i mentioned that i grew up catholic and that's true you know my mom's and my parents are very devout catholics you know church every sunday rosary every day daily mass almost every day um and so i grew up in the faith and you know my parents gave me a solid foundation when i went to college i was out there by myself and did the whole college thing and just lived a very, um, what's that word? Worldly life. Yeah, basically a worldly life where it's full of pleasure and looking for the next pleasurable thing. And um, I really got away from just church and God and my faith. It was weird, though, because throughout that whole time, I still prayed every night because I had the faith there. I just wasn't a practicing Catholic. All, all this is basically what, what it comes down to. And so when I moved out and graduated, I didn't move back home home is you know not san diego i moved to san diego and was kind of out here by myself i had a few friends in the area but i had a co-worker and still do have the same co-worker who's much older than i am he's one of my mentors at work close to retirement um you know and so he's he's just been through a lot of life and is very wise and he was the one you know kind of asking me questions about my faith and where it stands and you know, oh, why don't you go to church if you're Catholic? And, oh, look, I have this book you can read. And, oh, look, maybe we could do this sometime. And so, you know, thanks to him, I actually rekindled my relationship with God and started to get more curious and more, or not more curious, but kind of seeking out my own faith versus, you know, the faith that my 
parents had kind of laid the foundation for. I don't know. It was a cultural thing, but it was, yes, Catholic, but it just turned into something else for me. And so I was looking to build my own faith at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe after a month of, of my coworker, my colleague, you know, asking me questions and, and trying to see where I stood with my faith, I finally decided to text. I texted my friend who then had me in contact with Monica. And that's kind of how I ended up getting back into the faith. And from there, it just kept growing, you know, because I met young adults and I started to, you know, read the Bible. And it just, you know, I didn't unfortunately get into like hardcore Bible study at that point, but I still felt the faith. I lived the faith. You know, I went to confession for the first time in like five, six years. And that that was amazing. I cried and everything. It was just cleansing but it was just all at once just kind of hit me like whoa this is you this is your faith you belong welcome kind of deal you know Mm. would you say that you felt like because we've talked about shame in like young people like would you say that you at one point felt like I've done too much like I can't go back and I I did a lot of times I think maybe that's why I I cried I honestly I bawled like it wasn't just tears like I bawled at confession And I think maybe it was that kind of shame, you know, my conscience and just knowing right from wrong, right? Because my parents established that foundation and, you know, all along, all these things I was doing, I knew were wrong, but I just kept going with it because, you know, I didn't have guidance. I was kind of lost at that point. And so I think, I think shame had a big part to do with it. And I did feel like I wasn't worthy, you know, for instance, of, you know, receiving Eucharist or just any of that and you know I had a really good confession I actually had a talk with that that father and then a deacon shortly thereafter and it was just freeing I'll say you know it was mm-hmm. like I had chains attached to me and then it was kind of like whoa like mm-hmm. you know God yeah. loves me I'm here I'm good you know he's all merciful yeah and just yeah amen I just, brother the love yes. yes that's so awesome to hear it it is and it's cool because hearing it from your point of view like this is us talking about you as an individual a lot of the time I because you guys are married it's like we talk in a group you know so it's really cool to hear like your individual story and your point of view you know on like how you came to the faith so it's super cool and I think it'll inspire people who feel that same way right now that they're like I don't like I'm not worthy of of anything you know um, can you talk a little bit about how how you came to realize that God loves you? It wasn't one specific thing that made me realize like, oh, you know, kind of like a switch. It was just a whole lot of different things that kind of came together all at the same time, right? Praying, rosaries, I was, like I said, reading the Bible, I was studying the Bible. I mean, just the friends that I was surrounded with, people that were put in my life that, you know, had good morals and looking to do the right thing. and. I just, there was a sense of community that I had that I was backed up and supported by that allowed me to just kind of find my own path in my faith versus almost like growing up, maybe I felt like my parents forced the religion on me in a sense. And so, you know, I kind of had that ability to escape whatever bubble that might have been and really seek, you know, the truth, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't think it was one specific thing, um, but if I did have to point to something, it was probably... Community. Community. Yeah. Confession. Confession. Oh, confession. Confession. Sorry. Yeah, it was that confession, that um, reconciliation. That's the number one thing where, you know, you asked again about shame earlier. And that was the one big thing where I was like, well, I'm free. I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm 100% yours, God. Like, do it with me. 
do with me what you will like, yeah yeah dang that's crazy it's like even as a wife like it's super cool to hear because like we've talked about in that culture versus like actual like faith you know mm-hmm. episode where it's like yeah where we obviously gave our point of view on how it is for us like Anna Monica specifically and I know a lot of you could relate to that because we got like a lot of feedback from it but like hearing it from Fernando hearing it from someone else hearing it from a male you know like it just goes or even the fact that like your parents did go to like daily mass and all this stuff like because for us it was like we stopped going for a little bit our parents were like kind of like lukewarm lukewarm yeah but your parents were very devout from what from what you're telling us you know so like yeah even hearing that perspective like that's very interesting Mm -hmm. yeah and they are to this day it was like it was nothing my parents did wrong you know i just Mm -hmm. i went off to college and you know free will i did i just maybe was with the wrong group of people i don't know um but that's kind of what sucked me into a different lifestyle and you know well now circling back so let's jump to when you guys were together when monica had a feeling you were gonna ask her out or to make it official but you still hadn't made it official yet what was your mindset when you went because on the first date you were like eh, i don't know about this girl <laughs> she a little weird i'm just kidding <laughs> and then so when you guys after yosemite you guys like got a little bit closer you know and then you guys decided to go on another date what was the difference there like what what change i don't know i think we just got to know each other better because after that first date we maybe didn't talk for a couple weeks and then there was that holy hour that i talked about that that i went to where we met you we met mm-hmm. a bunch of other people and you know i basically met a bunch of young adults that kind of community i was yearning for and i ended up you know making friends with them and we all went on this big yosemite trip but in between that holy hour and the yosemite trip monica and i had been texting back and forth a lot and um i think it was even missions week right (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. i think missions week happened somewhere in between that and so you know i was at church seven days a week for hours on end and you know it was for a whole week for a whole week and so (laughs) we loved it i know it was like the best time you know talks and learning and community and socializing and just you know it was it was great um and so, you know, we had been talking a lot, just texting back and forth and just getting to know each other, right? I still remember after one of those days, like we had already gotten close, you know, I we probably liked each other a bit, right? Mm-hmm. We weren't like, oh my gosh, I love you. But, um, <laughs> we were we were close so much so that like Monica, after one of those days, took me to Walmart <laughs> to buy me a Bible. Little did I know about the different Bibles because I took him to Walmart. <laughs> she got the King James Version and that thing was so hard to read. So I was glad I already had my own that I was reading. Um, still have it to this day, but... But um, I, I told him, I was like, I have a surprise for you. We're going to go somewhere. But that was kind of the day where Walmart. I was like. <laughs> I have a surprise for you. I'm taking you to Walmart. And I was like, where's this girl taking you right now? Like, Not she, even Target. She made me blindfold and like, I was like what's, Are you serious? what's going on right now? No, like, I didn't blindfold you. No, not that time. No. What? <laughs> After she bought me that Bible, I was like, whoa, this girl's like. Chill. I, either super into me or like really wants you know my faith to grow and it's like very <laughs> genuine about all this and that's great and like this is awesome this is you know something i need in my life like to kind of you know keep me on the right path because i still had like not tendencies to do other stuff but 
I was still, you know, exploring my faith. I was still growing. I still am to this day, but... Yeah, and there's, know. like, habits that are hard to break, too, mm-hmm. exactly. when you're exactly. coming into the faith. Exactly, so. and everything was still so fresh um, that it was it was just motivating, honestly, you know, because, like, my, my colleagues sparked the fire. The friends all kind of kept the, the, the their hands around the fire, you know, like when you're carrying a candle mm-hmm. and, like, you're trying to keep the flame alive. Like, that was them, and then Monica was over here, like, torching it with gas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like go 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 and it was just it was just awesome she was melting that candle and so that was kind of the day where i was like oh man okay we could we could have something here like that made me feel really special you know um again not that it's about feelings or anything but we're human it's (laughs) it's in our nature to just feel things and so um yeah that's that's when i started feeling that that sort of attraction to her and um then we went on the yosemite trip and then you know that's actually where i told monica i liked her because i was a few weeks after that but even then it was still like another month month and a half mm-hmm. before i asked her out because i was still trying to figure myself out you know me was, and monica were like texting like is he gonna do it now is he gonna do it now <laughs> at that point i was super into you i was just like i'm just waiting i know to ask i was waiting too i was like <laughs> he should have done it in yosemite you guys were like like the whole trip fernando and monica were just like talking to each other like we were over here making a ruckus on the side and they were just like on the side talking to each other and i was like hello you guys want to like join i'm just kidding yeah well you know i've had different relationships in the past and rushed into things too quick i I was trying not to let my emotions and feelings get in the way of like what i was feeling and i wanted to make sure that what i was feeling was for monica and not you know so it was more out of respect for her kind of yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I, you know, had it been even a year before that, I would have just been like, oh, yeah, you know, day one, let's do this. What's yeah. up? No, but even like <laughs> how you said, and about the whole respect thing, like leading up to him asking me to be his girlfriend, he was super respectful, like in every way, shape or form. Like mm-hmm. literally it was like, what, how many months, four months from like when we met to when you asked me to be your girlfriend, like, no, he never kissed me. Like he never, like we would hug, but like, it would be like side hugs. You know, it was just like, he just kept it super respectful. Mm -hmm. Like our first kiss was literally when he asked me to be his girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's normal. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. No, but yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. In our past lives, maybe that wasn't. Exactly. It was just yeah. like I, you know, like it I was said, something I wasn't used to. Yeah. yeah. And before that, like that wasn't something I was used to. That was the first girl I had ever shown that level of respect. You know. Wow. I, and it was just God working within me. Like, you know, sure, yeah, I had the temptation at time, but it was like, like no, you're you're good. Like, you're good. <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> so once he asked me to be his girlfriend, you know, we were boyfriend girlfriend for a couple years and then he proposed it was in 2019 when he proposed and then but even before that it was pretty early on that i knew he was the one and i'm pretty sure vice versa right did you know i was the one pretty early on oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah definitely like very early on um there was a point where we like literally started saving (laughs) yeah i so i'm i'm a numbers guy and i have like budgets and spreadsheets and Hashtag engineer. A bunch of different things um, that keep me organized. And so I remember thinking like, hey, um, we're serious about this. Maybe, maybe like four or five months into our relationship, literally. Maybe two. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it might have been two. I don't even remember anymore. Where it was like, hey, like I can start this like not joint account, joint bank account, but um, basically like a little portion. I can start a new like, like fund. A savings within, account? Yeah, like a new savings account within mm-hmm. my account. And that'll be for our wedding. <laughs> and the whole. And she was and, like, um, where's the ring? <laughs> and the agreement was, okay, well, you know, if I put X amount of dollars in, then you match it. 
every month and vice versa. And then that way, if this doesn't work out for whatever reason, you know, as we're discerning, you know, our relationship and whether, you know, we're going to be married eventually, if, if we were ever to split, then it would just be, you know, divided 50-50 and then back to, you know, our own lives. Crazy. We're good. <laughs> so we were saving for, you know, about two, two and a half years before, right? Is that the before time? the engagement. Before the engagement and then the wedding. Yeah, because, yeah, so. yeah, we you proposed 2019. We met 2017. I'm pretty sure it was in 2017, early 2017. Because, I mean, I knew, honestly, probably like one month into our relationship or even you knew before he freaking asked you to be his girlfriend (laughs) yeah that you were the one especially because during this time how we've mentioned the podcast before like my mom was diagnosed with cancer in 2017 as well which is exactly when fernando literally asked me to be his girlfriend a month later and at that point like fernando went through everything with us like the support Mm -hmm. the risk yeah respect the even him like offering himself to my family like how can I help what can I do like just giving up of himself like showed us a lot of love and him being there through all of that like also allowed our relationship to grow just because Mm -hmm. his true colors really came out in that moment of like a really bad challenge you know and so I think I literally told you that I loved you probably like (laughs) you told me first but it was like (laughs) one month in if oh, yeah. That, yeah. If I, I could tell she wanted me to say it, though, so. You know. <laughs> wow. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but at that point, I was like, okay, he's the one. It's super cool that our relationship stemmed from the respect that he had for me, and it grew through the challenges that arose at the beginning. And then throughout that whole time, God was always the center. So the fact that God was always the center, I think that was a huge, like, motivator, the huge, like, pusher for us to continue so we talked about how like you knew pretty early on that each other was the one you know Mm -hmm. you just described about how you knew he was the one like his respect his willingness to give of himself and all of that but now let's ask fernando like how did you know that monica was quote quote the one it's super cliche and people say it all the time and when you know you know and i don't know how to explain it but it was just all the qualities i saw in her right She's a God-fearing woman. She was respectful. She was, you know, caring, loving in all the right ways. Um, and she, you know, like, ah, it just, just it just hit me one day. Like, I was like, man, like, this is, like, just the qualities I saw in her. I was like, man, she'd be a great mom. She'd be a great wife. You know, like... Uh, like, I, I spend my time, my whole life with this chick, like... Oh, you know. I'm literally gonna cry right now. <laughs> Again, Ladies, it was, it was... if a man doesn't tell you that, he ain't the one. If your man doesn't react the way Fernando <laughs> just did right now, oh, how do I even put it into words, you know? Yeah, no, He ain't the true. one if it he was, don't react like that. It was very organic, the way it happened. It just kind of did, and, you know, life found its course, and thanks to God, we're here, so forever yes. grateful yeah and then leading up so that was like engagement was super engagement was actually a whole other story probably it could be for a whole other podcast because we (laughs) got engaged and then there was a freaking pandemic (laughs) i know you know how i mentioned that the very beginning my mom got diagnosed with cancer that was a challenge we overcame you know still trying to overcome even like the pandemic was kind of like a huge test to our faith because it was like oh um you're getting married but (laughs) but you can't even go to church right now exactly so it was kind of like we had to trust god 
And looking back now, you know how we always talk about, like, stepping out of the situation and looking into it? Yeah. Like, looking back now, I really believe that God prepared us during that time because, like, marriage was coming. You know, other challenges have arisen after all of this. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of just, like, I see it as God saying, like, here's a pandemic. Overcome these challenges. If you can overcome that, you can overcome anything, you know? Mm -hmm. With God at the center, obviously. But we got engaged, we lived our engagement, and then we got married, and it's about to be a year next, next month. Next month, that's right. Um, Almost our, to the day. Yeah, our one-year anniversary, and now we're expecting, and it's just been so awesome. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's so crazy to like go through all of the, how everything has panned out yeah. like right now, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy because you've been there since day one. So. I Seriously. <laughs> I almost day Well, one. yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like when you started liking each other. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Which is I wasn't counts. there for the, for the part where y'all were like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I've kind of explained how we try to live our faith in our marriage. But from your point of view, how would you describe that? It kind of came natural just based on how our relationship went, right? Or I say relationship like it's different, but our boyfriend-girlfriend phase and our engagement phase. And, you know, even though we weren't living together, you know, we were praying together and, um, you know, always went to Mass together every Sunday, definitely, right? And then daily Mass whenever we can make it and our schedules kind of allowed it to, to happen. Adoration, um, confession. Adoration, confession, um, just the whole, the whole shebang, right? We... <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing. Nothing's really changed other than that now. In terms of our of our faith, only that now. You know, we go to sleep together every night, and so you know, we pray every night. We pray before our meals. We pray, and you know, we just we try to keep God at the center of everything. You know, just like anything in life, it's it's hard to be consistent. It's hard. You know, it takes work. It takes. You know, it's not just something that you get used to and you get in a routine. Or we try to avoid getting in the routine of, mm-hmm. of you know, kind of just repetitive prayer you know for example the rosary it's repetitive prayer but it's with contemplation you know like you 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 try not to get in the routine of just losing the essence of what you're doing and what you're doing it for exactly and why and you 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 explain that perfectly it's just you know still having that meaning behind it that that contemplativeness Mm-hmm. Um, behind its <laughs> contemplativeness, you know, and not just like, oh, it's one o'clock or, you know, yeah. oh, it's a meal. We got to say grace. It's, you know, being very mindful of what we're doing, why mm-hmm. we're doing it. And keeping each and other on check, too. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, because I know I think that's a big thing because I know that there's been times where like I'm super hungry, especially right now that I'm pregnant. Like grace <laughs> kind of like when we pray before food, I'm just like completely like. I'm focused on my food rather mm-hmm. than like prayer, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. And there's times where it's like she'll finish her food and she's like, "Did we say grace?" And there's times I'll finish my food. And yes. like, Did we say grace? And it's like, why is that? Yeah. So even just, a thought. It's we... Just like telling each other, like, okay, let's pray again and focus, like, you know. Yeah. And keeping wow. each other accountable, or when we haven't that. gone to confession, or we need to go to confession, like we'll tell each other, you know, this weekend, put it on the calendar, like, make we're gonna make time for confession or. Yeah, just like stuff like that. I know Fernando hit that one coworker that basically his mentor that also helped him get close to the faith once he moved out here. They um go they have a group that goes out and prays in front of Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. uh, for the unborn babies, for anybody that's struggling going into the clinic, you know? And so like they go out and pray. Um, oh, yeah. I've the been doing that I like think that's so awesome. Three years now or something yeah. like that. And that's exposed me to other 
you know i think it's like five or six of us max usually and yeah. these guys are all way older than me but um <laughs> the cool cool group of guys that i learned a lot from and you know very virtuous guys they're just good examples so like bringing it back to our last episode you know we talked about singleness so what advice would you give someone that's single and then also what advice would you give someone that's just in just entered the dating phase like as a married man as a married couple both of you like like looking back at where you were in that stage of your life like what advice do you wish you had before you met each other and then when you first started dating on the single side i mean it's really just focusing on your faith focusing on yourself bettering yourself you know physically mentally in your faith and your relationship with god um and everything else will kind of just come natural you know don't don't worry so much about what others think or do or say you know if you're on the right path god god has a plan for you and then you just you know just don't sway too far from the path and um you know surround yourself with good friends with you know morals that align with yours and even if you have friends that don't you know kind of evangelize that way and use that as you know as a growing opportunity um be as, light. yeah be the light right um that's that's the single the single side on the married uh, or no just getting into a relationship again it's i know i keep going back to faith and yes this is the faith podcast but <laughs> it, it really it's true just keeping god at the center of your relationship you know having that respect for each other being able to communicate things effectively you know maybe one of your one of you guys is not as good at communicating but that takes you a very very long way is just being able to learn how to communicate how to pray together how to you know live your faith together and separately right because you'll need those days where it's just you and god meditating alone the more the more you can focus on that i think just comes down to faith respect and communication really is, is, yeah. is what it comes down to yeah, what he said. Monica, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Do you want to add anything? Or? I mean, he basically, he knows me so well. <laughs> he took every word out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's operating at 18% right now because <laughs> of her pregnancy, so. <laughs> okay, mom brain is a thing. No, I know. It's like a complete thing. We just had my baby shower this past weekend, our baby shower this past weekend. Mm. <laughs> and I'm still recovering, and it's been two days, so. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I think for the single, I think, well, I talked about it last week, you know, where I mentioned that during the single season, I started to get closer to God, started to build that relationship to God when I started to focus on that, you know, Mm -hmm. when I knew that I needed of him and like I started to do my own work. Mm-hmm. and allowing him to work through me but for someone who does is not there yet like to that level where you're ready to like have that relationship with god i think my advice would just be like, don't focus too much on the worldly things because that's not gonna last like that's super temporary you know mm-hmm. like focus more on just growing as a person as an individual and when i say growing i know you you clarified that last week anna where it's like growing like in a way where you're bettering yourself for god so that you can be virtuous and then for people who are dating my advice again like fernando said have jesus like at the center because that's how our relationship has grown and flourished and i could not 
think of it any other way anymore Mm -hmm. you know like I cannot think of a relationship flourishing without God at the center yeah and I think that brings us back to like marriage is a vocation yeah and like I think if this wasn't like Fernando just said this is a faith-based podcast so we keep talking about faith but like let's say this wasn't a faith-based podcast let's say you're going to some random podcast if you tell the story of how you two met you're gonna evangelize through how you guys ended up married Mm -hmm. and that is like that is the definition of what marriage is Mm -hmm. marriage is a vocation it's not like oh i like this person and like we're chill so like let's get married you know yeah it's literally a vocation where like you give of yourself and the other person gives of themselves and god is glorified through that you know and that's what you guys are describing here like it's not like 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 i said if you were an telling this story to any other person even if they're not of the faith you couldn't tell your story without mentioning god so like that in itself is you evangelizing through what your vocation is which is marriage so like kudos to you guys like (laughs) good job you know (laughs) yeah because i've told monica before i don't know if i've told you but like i've known both of you separately obviously like before you guys got together when you guys got together when you guys got like through all of it basically Mm -hmm. So I've gotten to know both of you and then and so I know Monica is not perfect. I know Fernando is not perfect, you know, but I've seen you two work through like issues you've had or through whatever life throws at you. And like marriage isn't about being perfect and then coming together and being a perfect couple. You know, it's about like, you know, that you're flawed and you know that you're flawed, but you accept that and you're willing to like communicate about it and grow. And you're not just like, well, that's how I am. And that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I've also seen, like, growth in both of you through both of you, you know? Right. And through God, obviously, in the center. So, like, yeah, that's my two cents on, like... Yeah, and in addition to that, like, obstacles, too, you know? Like, like perfection, obviously, is not a thing here. So, Mm -hmm. it's, like, the fact that we are both different, neither of us are perfect, but we manage to, like, overcome that and communicate that. Mm-hmm. Which has taken me a lot, as you guys know. <laughs> We've explained <laughs> it before. Yeah. But, like, obstacles, too. Like, I think we, like, we have had things along our relationship where it's like, oh, shoot, this is an obstacle. Like, how do we overcome this? And, like, leaning on God when that happens is has been a huge testimony of our relationship and our faith because we both just, like, put our trust in Him, you know? Yeah. Knowing that we may not know what's going to happen, but Fernando always says, like, what can we control? Like, can we control it? If we can't, give it to God. Mm-hmm. Can we do something about it? Then do something about it, but still give it to God, you yeah. know? So, you're awesome, dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, our marriage, thankfully, has been, you know, amazing so far. Um, you know, everyone keeps telling us it's going to get hard, and I'm sure it will. Um, but thank God, you know, everything's been pretty smooth sailing up until now, and got a baby on the way now so um yeah just all, all glory to god for for all the all the different blessings you know it's it's crazy it's crazy going on a year and it you know doesn't feel like it it's... yeah they say it's the toughest year mm-hmm. and you we guys were, are like we uh, were talking about that the other day we were like yeah a lot of like people that i follow on instagram are like they always say that the first year is the hardest like specifically like catholic women i mm-hmm. like i see posts like oh yeah the first year of marriage hardest year you know because you're barely getting used to living with someone Mm -hmm. but like thank god like we it's been good you know 
like obviously like Fernando said we like it's gonna get harder you know and there's gonna be obstacles and but I think like I trust that if we both like I said lean on God like we can overcome yeah and I don't think that obstacles equals hard because you guys have had a lot of obstacles in the first year of marriage yeah but your first year of marriage hasn't been hard in your relationship you know because you guys have a solid foundation that you guys can fall back on I think it all goes back to you know how we lived our noviazgo you know (laughs) our boyfriend (laughs) girlfriend uh I had to throw one Spanish word in um just setting that foundation like it just almost felt like a natural transition when we got into marriage right things change obviously you know you're living with the person and you know there's there's just other changes to your relationship but you know the foundation was stayed the same right we have got at the center um we worked on you know our respect and communication if it was lacking and you know we we grow every day and we learn something new every day but um luckily the the what do you call it the learning curves haven't been too steep you know mm-hmm. it's just been it's been it's been it's been good oh that's good um so my final question for you both is now that monica's pregnant mm-hmm. we've heard a lot at the end of the podcast how we say how have you loved this week and stuff like that and monica's answer a lot of the time is that she's felt loved by you fernando So, like, I want to hear your perspective on how her being pregnant has changed the way you see her, how you treat her, and how you love her. I think I love her just the same. I just, you know. Now there's two. Now there's two people, so I love each of them individually. And so I guess one plus one equals two. I don't know. Um, (laughs) And two is bigger than one. Mathematics from an engineer. (laughs) Yeah, no, not, not to say it's different. I just, you know. I just show you love in different ways, I guess, now, because, you know, you can't just wash the dishes every day or you can't just, you know, not that you did that anyways, but. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. All the time. No, but I'm saying like, you know, like things that she used to be able to do where we were kind of tag teaming things, it was, you know, it falls on me a lot more now and that's fine and I understand it and, you know, I do it happily because I know, you know, Monica is, is an, growing your human is growing a human inside her your human yeah our human <laughs> oh yeah um <laughs> inside of, inside of her her uh, belly there so it's uterus like, i'm just kidding <laughs> her uterus um so i just do what i gotta do you know i try to be a good husband good good father um and you know just try to do that to the best of my ability sometimes you know i may may fall a little bit but um you know, everything I do, I do with the intention of making her life easier, especially right now that, you know, she's going through so many changes and growing our baby. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I guess that wasn't the last question. <laughs> We're going to end off with hopes and dreams. Yeah. Hopes and dreams. Have have baby come out, meet baby, and then make more babies and teach them, you know, the truth that is God and you know, get them, get them all to heaven. It's, it's kind of just a big level hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. That's what life's about, right? Exactly. Yes. Getting each other to heaven and getting the babies to heaven. <laughs> okay, and now the final, final question. Fernando, how have you loved this week? Ooh. <laughs> I've been waiting for this question because I rub my wife's feet every single night <laughs> because they're sore. <laughs> 
<laughs> from having you know 20 extra pounds on her um and <laughs> don't so that's, tell the people i'm just kidding well it's a baby weight um it's yeah that's how i love you know i do i want to do it not ov- not every night but i do it out of love so and i feel very loved <laughs> how have you loved this week morning <laughs> this week i felt loved by my mother because she started a new treatment and she is not feeling too well these days so you know prayers are appreciated but she spent a whole like i don't even know how many days leading up to the baby shower just planning everything like going up and down to figure out i just everything with the baby shower like she did everything herself mm-hmm. basically with the help of you know like my aunts and my and her friends but my mom like i just felt super loved by my mom because she always goes above and beyond for me and our little family no matter how she's feeling no matter how she's feeling despite her feeling more than you know yeah like if she feels really bad like she's still putting others before herself so Mm. that's how i've felt loved shout out to rosy how have you loved this week anna (laughs) well let me tell you i'm just kidding so my uncle has been coming over a lot this week and i've just made sure that like if he doesn't have water or something like i always make sure that i'm the one to offer him that and i always forget like when people come over but like every time i come home like i've been coming home from work and he's there so i come and i'm like oh do you want a snack do you want like water do you want a beer you know whatever and i'm just making sure that he like knows that we appreciate him coming over because he doesn't usually come over as much as he has been so like just like offering him like oh do you want some food or like you know just making sure he feels welcome you know that's how i've left this week but yes so that concludes our episode with mr fernando (laughs) (laughs) yes we hope you enjoyed this episode i think we need more time with you fernando we i know have you back. that might that felt so crunched i feel like we need more like topics with that you, was fun you know? hopefully people like it and you know request to have me back they might just boo me request. off the stage everyone everyone <laughs> make sure that you send us a dm and and an email letting us know we want for fernando for, for <laughs> we want fernando to be on the podcast again yeah otherwise i'm not coming back otherwise he'll just be in the kitchen listening to us speak yeah (laughs) as we're recording yeah um but don't forget to follow us on instagram at made for amor or you can also email us at made for amor at gmail.com and we can't wait to see you again here next week thanks for listening bye hello hi hello hi my name is patricia what anderson <laughs> we already you did kind of huh? already did yeah. i'll take it from here i guess hi fernando welcome to our podcast hi monica thank you for having me <laughs> i mean, it is a I lot mean of we're feelings. human too yeah, we're, human? We're, human. <laughs> we're human no it's true we're... why are you laughing because he said our faith food <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was like, how are you gonna leave the most important part? I out? was getting there. <laughs> no, like there's tears in my eyes. Good question. Thanks. That is a great Thought question. of it myself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fernando, how have you loved this week? Oh shoot. Ooh, I've been. But is that legal? Should I put this in the yeah, podcast? Yeah, maybe don't. Maybe leave that out. Okay. Who's Monica? You know, it, Monica. I'm sorry. That is a tough question. Yeah. Yeah, can yeah. you tell us I mean, a little more? Uh, oh, sorry. No, you're good. 
Go. Ahead. <laughs> like, what was the so biggest more detail? Thing? <laughs> okay, so more detail. No, 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 not bad. We we talked about it. Why do you keep giving me that face? What face? <laughs> She's Sorry, guys, you guys are gonna have to take this off. She's just like. <laughs> she's like a Fuji face. Um, it was a yolk. It was a yolk.